Hello, and welcome to Amateur Attempts. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> Dylan. So this Thursday, we're talking about movie theaters. Theater Thursday. Yes, yes, it. yes, yes. What was the last Let's movie? Let's all go to the movies. Let's call the fuck. I tripped. Down those stairs. I don't, you know what? Didn't like that. Didn't like that. Thinking about You're telling me a movie that you never actually almost ate shit with some of those stairs because they're like barely lit? No, 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 no. I always bring a headlamp. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, look a at super you. bright headlamp. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> I kid. Um, no, I take like ten Paid minutes $10 to get dollars for a hot dog. Dropped it. You're like, I pay ten dollars. I'm gonna eat that fucker. You just get a couple poos Her out of it. Clean enough. Yeah, they cleaned it last week. Good job, people. So yeah, what do what, what you? I don't know. What do you think? What what directions are we looking at? We'll start with your opinion, then we'll go to my opinion. Well, personally, I use Google Maps. Wow. Set yourself up. Interesting little um, pun. That was weak. You know you're weak. That's all. That's all. That was way too high for the microphone. Ooh, gotta be careful. Okay. <laughs> Dylan's like, gotta turn myself off. Gotta turn myself off. Real Dylan needs to die. Radio Dylan. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Go. 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 Okay. Go. Shoot for it. Go. go. Monday. 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 Uh, so yeah, movie theaters. That uh, Monday, last... you dumb fuck. <laughs> Tuesday. 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 Thursday. You're getting there. Going. 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 Okay. So thoughtful Thursday. It is. We're thinking. <laughs> We're trying to think. So twelve. Last twelve. What? Hey, that for Thursday twelve. It's twelfth. It is. It is twelve. See. Damn, Chris. Where has our life doing? gone? <laughs> what direction are you we? You don't set yourself up, bitch. Okay. Have- now let's do this. Okay. Show my what, real What is your goddamn narrative hey, for hey, the hey. movies? You need patience for this industry, Dylan. You gotta bury it. Anyway, so our last movie I watched was Scott Pilgrim. I watched the the uh, the, the re-release movie theaters. Okay. I drove about an hour away to the, uh, I think it was like Emeryville movie theater that had the Dolby Atmos and all that stuff. And it was cool. It was great. The movie was awesome to watch in the, on the big screen. And it had the, the Atmos audio. It was really cool. Like it was a full, like 360 audio. You know, you could feel the rumble underneath the seat. Kind of the audio. It was great. I was like, cool. This is the best way to watch the movie. And then I was like, this food is garbage. Garbage. And, uh, I felt disappointed that I spent so much on food. Especially being it's so bad. Just being, boom, popcorn was alright, drinks were fine, fucking pretzel bites were like eating turd nuggets. Just never again. Good never visuals, again. just great visuals uh, there, bud. Remember, we need to, we need to, and we need to excite the audience with visuals. I just barfed and crashed by making the pew. <laughs> but, so it got me thinking, it was like, you just watched Cruella, you said, right? How yes. did you, how did you find the overall experience? Oh, I loved it. So, so let's well, well let's let's finish your narrative before I get into why I like like going out. Mm. So, the outside is nice, um, especially when you go back inside. So, basically, what we were kind of talking about this vaguely over time, um, especially with the whole AMC stock thing going on. You know, like where they're you know the retail investors are trying to get on it, just like GameStop stock trying to jack it up in price. Um, you know, movie theaters, I, I think the general consensus is maybe they're kind of flatlined and they're not dying that quickly anymore. They've kind of already been on their downwards trend as it is. Now, they have obviously sped up a little bit in terms of the issues and dying and closing with COVID, you know, when it's like a year of nothing. Um, but it's, it's an interesting, I guess, idea to see 
either how they transition or change or if they actually need to and what, you know, like consumer habits are going to be. Interesting. Because okay. I think about like with my experience, I was like, I love the movie, love watching it. The food was something that like is kind of like a what the hell is the deal here is like, how is this still like, how, how is this accepted that movie theaters can have like an expensive projector with amazing, well, you know, well put together sound system. That I'm sure was very expensive and time consuming and it was you know, well done. It worked. It was well calibrated. And I was like, this is amazing. This is the best experience we ever had for this movie. And then just eating garbage ass food. That was about as much as the ticket. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why? Like, the money I spent on that, I would like to have back. Yep. Whereas the tickets, I'll pay that all day. Of course, you know, we kind of know that they make money up on food. But I guess, like we were talking about the other episode, like, you can make good food that doesn't have to be expensive to make. You can just sell it as expensive. Yeah. Right? But you're just selling eh food that you don't care about as expensive. And we know we're not getting a good deal at all. So it kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth, of course, until I have some Diet Coke and then I feel a little better. Um, but it's a, it's an interesting, I guess, of like, how is this okay? And I mean, are the is it kind of expected and it's sort of a, uh, you get, not not you get what you pay for, but like, what did you expect? You know, mm. you're ripping people off. What, did, what do you expect to happen if they don't want to go there? Um, and, you know, the, the alternative to this is streaming now, especially with the beginning of COVID. They started releasing movies. To, to, to movie theaters disdain and started releasing them digitally to stream instead of going to the movie theaters. Okay. And they were pretty successful. I think Trolls is like super successful of all, of all movies. Interesting little bias history. I like it. Okay. Yeah. But what, what do you actually think is going to go, let's say, 10 years from now? We'll say that. Like, what direction is so, going to go? Besides the stocks. Like, because we can talk about just that talking about the actual the involvement in our in, in our culture. Well, at least from your perspective, like, I guess, what do you think? Like, from your own personal opinion, like, how do you view movies so, in terms it, of yeah. like? Cause that's what I mean. Like, I, I guess, what's your personality type? Like, are you more of a person that would sit home and like watch streaming, or would you make the effort to go to the theater? So for me, um, because I don't go out a lot because it's scary outside, um. I actually, I quite like movie theaters. When I was a kid, you know, like, I got, I went to movie theaters pretty frequently with friends and stuff. I was like, this is cool. And we're both pretty big movie people. And uh, I, re- I really liked it. I just liked the experience, even if it did men at that time overpaying for food. You know, I just budgeted, like, I need 25 bucks or 30 bucks as an individual to go watch this. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the experience was worth it. Um, now as an adult, especially with a kid on the way, I'm figuring out, like, okay, well, if it goes a family now, it's going to start getting expensive and all kinds of stuff. I'm starting to think about it, but that's really because the value was like not there for what I'm paying for, right? With the food, yeah, really. It's one more expensive thing, man. It got yeah. chloroform the baby to keep it quiet yeah. during the movie, too. Just what more if expensive. Just don't bring the baby. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you could do Dylan's that, too. Like, that's still my idea, damn it. Dylan's movie did a baby service. You're um, sitting there with your phone, like, it's connected like, to the movie Wi Fi, where you still watch the baby from the crib. Like oh, it rolled out the crib. We gotta drive an hour back. How do we gotta go? Okay, we gotta go. Um, but in terms of where it's going, so I think in actuality, my expectation is that it's gonna be a downwards trend where they're not gonna. I don't know it's kind of like we we're talking about subways, like the, the the major movie theater chains that are like just your regular, you know, pack them in mm. type of movie theaters. They're they're gonna be around, but it's, they're just gonna be less and less relevant. And I think there's gonna be a hit for major blockbusters and kind of. Your regular hit films, you know, when they make the most money on opening day and then in the, in, in the coming weeks, you know, that's where they make their profit. Um, if the experience is not up to it to where, like, you pay 20 bucks once mm. to watch the movie at home for your whole family. Yeah. Regardless, you know, 
can be a million people in your living room, which good on you if you can fit that in your living room. That's cool. Yeah. Um, whereas a movie theater, you know, you got to pay for each person's ticket and food, and it you know becomes a hassle to take that one. In reality, we're going towards convenience. So I see that to where maybe they do actually kind of die off or they really become less relevant. Um, what I see okay. as being in terms of actually a more positive outlook is more of the boutique movie theaters that offer some kind of experience and uh, value for a little bit more money. Mm, okay. Where it's not just, okay, let's get you all in the fucking movie theater. Here's your popcorn. Uh, which is you know how it's been and people are okay with, but just with everything going on with technology, it's no longer the only option. Um, I think boutique is kind of the way forward in terms of experience. Okay. It's not going to be the vast majority of those in terms of the financials and the and the the scope of how far how far reaching it is. But that's going to be the future. Maybe something I'd want to try, and maybe it just ends up being like just wait till the movie is streamable. Okay. TVs are nice nowadays, and sound systems are good enough that for the most part you can get to it. Mm. Uh, you know, wouldn't that get to it? You can you can enjoy it, and you don't have to worry about you know causing, especially with kids, causing a scene, getting embarrassed. You can pause the fucking movie and go get food. Seems a little more personal, right there. Yeah, you specifically, but like we got to uh, realize is there's a people. like yeah, like a lot of families are starting to make that decision now. Mm. When you got a family of five or seven total, um, you know, with COVID and everything, and people losing jobs and all kinds of we'll changes. We'll say the average person. Let's just say like in general, like you know, yeah. goodbye families. We'll say single people, all that though. Yeah. So, what do you think beyond that? And then we'll get into so my little I think they'll, tidbit. they'll they'll still exist. I think especially mainly in the kind of major metro me, uh, metropolitan areas, mm. but I just don't think they're going to be as culturally relevant anymore. Okay, interesting. Um, it's going to be something you do, but I really think especially for the single people, if you're you know if you're if you're middle class, you get a little bit of spending money. Maybe they're going to go through the boutique route and have little gatherings and parties and stuff at these boutique really curated experience places and you know the places where you know they serve they serve alcohol they serve really nice gourmet food you kind of have booths and quiet areas it's not just a a numbers game it's more about paying more for an experience with the movie maybe with adult friends you know something like that those those experiences exist because you're already paying a lot of money for a movie theater so if you can pay a little more and it's not just a movie it's actually a good experience plus a movie Mm. you know like going to a nice bar or some you know some bougie place you, you have not been to either of those. <laughs> I have not. But that's, like, th- there's a, that's what I picture, though. That's not for me in terms of the booze and stuff, but the cool experience of when you're with your adult friends who you envy and hate, um, you'd be like, yeah, I bought a whole ass beer, Jared. Think about that. Okay, interesting. So, okay, so I What's guess your we'll take? Be, Well, I both agree on some aspects and disagree on others. So, um, that's from, it, we're done. Right. I know, right. That summed it up. Well, here's what I think about, right? So, the uh, one thing, right? If you look at in general, like with the movie industry, because it's it's really just about experience. So, like, I guess it depends on what you define as a quality experience, right? Because some people they don't like they're pretty basic. I decided to say, say, but you know what I mean. But well, some people just want to see a movie on a big screen, regardless of where it's at. Yeah, it's just the whole you know nostalgia aspect. Um, it's the same reason. I mean, you see people like buy classic cars, right? It's like because. It's more nostalgia than efficiency, you know? Like, gas yeah. prices are like $5 a gallon, right? But you got your 69 Camaro that probably is like two miles to the gallon. It gets gallons per mile. <laughs> okay, exactly, vice versa. But also, the reason I bring this up because, for example, there's still driving movie theaters. Like, you know, driving movie theaters started in the 30s. So, it's like the fact that they're still around, you know, this is almost a 100-year-old concept, you know? 
Yeah. So, you know, they're still pioneering in some ways. Some of them are getting more advanced, too, where they're now just tuning into a radio station mm-hmm. instead of, you know, the whole speaker box system. So shows like they're just adapting. Now, granted, there's not as many driving movie theaters as there was. That That is falling out of favor, right? But I think, too, just in general, like people like myself, especially like, you know, rel- we'll say relatively single, um, you know. Sometimes I'm committed to things. I know, right? Um, that just like, because myself, I am more of a person that just likes to get out and explore. Granted, partially because, you know, I mean, basically single, you know. And then, two, it's like, to me, that's more of a, I like to, like, I don't mind spending extra time and effort to go clubbing or going to a nice restaurant. I don't mind putting forth the effort to basically get goosed up and go, you know. So, mm-hmm. same thing, like, I mean, last weekend, I went to, uh, you know, this crazy little underground industrial EDM, you know. I mean, granted... You know, I had to drive, like, a whole basically hour-ish, you know, to get there, but it was totally worth it. Even the whole dressing up beforehand, and I got off work that day, too, but I still didn't drive it all the way down there. It so, was hella worth it, so at least yeah. in my opinion. So, it depends on the person, but the same thing with movies, too, because I think they know to extend, especially with, like, bigger ones like AMC and everything, you know, because they've invested in their seats, where, for example, they're all the lounge-style seats, that they recognize that no matter what, people are still going to want to see, you know, big budget movies on bigger screens, mm-hmm. you know, especially with Adobe or IMAX or whatever. Like, people are just going to want to do that, or either with family or by themselves, because that's what most people go to, like, in terms of, like, whether it's clubs, movie theaters, they just want to experience. They just want, like, that kind of getaway for the week. So people do it small where it's like I see a one like one movie a week at the theater, like or some people it's like I went to Europe for the weekend. Yeah. So just in general, I think the problem is that like with movies, why they'll still I say problem. The reason I think they'll still be around is because just people want that experience. Regardless of price point. Really? Because I, I figure there's there's there, there's a price people are willing to pay. To where they start feeling cheated. Well, no, you're kinda of, to be fair though, you're kind of a cheapskate, my friend. Right. Yeah, so but I think I also, some people just don't. I mean, shit, man. There's people that buy fucking Supreme crowbars for 500 bucks. A crowbar, just because that's Supreme on it. I know you thought about it too. So you know what I mean, though. Like you know, we we know like shit. Eighty dollar Adidas shoes because they're like special editions. Yeah, is this because like some people don't so care? It's my, like I guess you know, my question is like, what's special about Bugatti Chiron? You can barely drive okay. a step up and down the street because it fucking just bombs out. And everything is so fucking low. <laughs> it's true. Although that's kind of an aspirational thing, though. That's you get what I mean, though. That's like the clout, you know what I mean. You, the kids you do it because you just happen to enjoy it. Yeah, regardless of the price. Well, so, so the, the, I guess the reason why we're talking about this is I figured with kind of um, with the actual shutdown, basically of our economy and like social activities, it's kind of given us pause to look at our what, like basically what our lives are filled with, you mm-hmm. know, what we do with our time. And it's made me realize, um, and it really was just from that recent experience where I was like, I love watching the movie, I fucking hated paying for the food, and hated the food. More important is, like, I, I don't mind paying more for food because mm-hmm. I realize that's how they make their money, and I want to watch the movies here. But the fact that I feel cheated that they put, you know, they just bought such cheap, low-quality food that I didn't even enjoy it. Because I can enjoy, once again, I can enjoy fucking McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. Some of that food's really cheap, but it always tastes good, even if it's not good for me. Yeah. Right? And so the fact that it can happen, and maybe it's just that that movie theater made some bad decisions, considering they have such nice equipment, you know, and the ability to show movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets to a point where I just kind of feel cheated, you know, drove all the way over there, paid so much, um, loved the movie, but then I'm just thinking about, man, but that food, and it just kind of stuck with me. It's like, it's not hard to make 
okay, fast, shitty food, you know, mm-hmm. that you enjoy. You know, I expect that from most places, get nachos and cheese. But what I got was like, you, have you guys tried this? Have you guys tried what you sell? You know, it's like it's a case of sort of being cheated. And I guess. But I guess can you compare that to all your other movie theater experiences? So, all the other ones still... Because you're very specific in terms of the food of all the... Well, that's what I mean is movie theaters are movie so. theater and food and drink, right? That's the thing. It's like you pay for the tickets, blah, blah, blah. Then you pay for kind of to have the food experience to watch the movie with the popcorn and drink and snacks. Um, and that's where the boutique element comes in where I'm like, okay, that's an interesting concept where they really step up the food game to where you're having legitimately like gourmet, you know, high-end kind of pub food and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. And then if movie theaters are basically... Like, well, we're going to charge you literally the same price as what you can get at a pub or, like, a bar, which aren't cheap, you know, or, like, high-end restaurants, not high-end, you know, good restaurants um, or chains, but we're just going to give you ass in a box, basically. Well, but think of, like, for example, though, I mean, like, Grand Movies are kind of changing in terms of even locations, right? Because, for example, you go to, like, the San Francisco AMC Metreon, it's right in the center of the city. So it's yeah. like you have so many few choices where it's like a lot of people they either eat before or after the film. Yeah. You know what I mean? They basically make a day of the city. But you know, I think so, that's, I guess, to me, it so seems it like a what you want business to do, opportunity though. for them. No, I agree. It's a missed opportunity, but you see what I mean, though? Like, it, it really just depends, I guess, what you want out of it. If you just want yeah. to see a movie on the big screen, it's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, but. So, Which is really its only real focus, honestly. It's really some, like, I mean, the food is where they get money. But I agree if you like that as a missed opportunity. But, I mean, regardless, as long as they're able to still get people in their theaters, that's yeah. all that matters at the end of the day. So, that is. It's all about the um, experience. And I wonder, just, I, I just wonder with the way that we're going, like, especially in the U.S., culture-wise, with the fact of, like, you know, wage growth, cost of living, you know, disposable income type stuff. We know that spending is kind of above where people's actual incomes are right they're spending above their means especially the middle class right they're, they're basically style over substance yeah they're spending more than they actually make to maintain lifestyles and all kinds of stuff where your money is just not worth as much as it used to and you know it doesn't go as far and you got to decide right and i think there might be a change where people are realizing like did i really miss now i think for me and you we probably actually do like Missed going to the movie theater, but some people may be like, well, if I'm not an actual big movie buff and I just go because of the kids or as a social thing, maybe they'll come up with something else to spend their money on. I think that's what I mean, though, like in terms of like, I guess the type of people that go, because yeah, as you get probably older, you probably just doesn't interest you as much because you just have the things you have to do. But you know, I mean, you're young. It's like you got nothing to do on a Saturday night and go, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's always going to be like young people. You know? No, how dare, how dare you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's always going to be a group of a certain age of people who just yeah, want shit yeah. to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's a case of that's how the Corvette's still alive. I want to feel young, even though I'm sixty. Damn it, my cock! I felt something again. <laughs> that's true. Oh, this is oh fuck my hip. <laughs> Worth the broken cock. Sally, Sally, call the EMTs. I can't move. Oh, what's that? They can't catch me. I'm stuck in How we got there, nobody knows. <laughs> EMT's like, never seen anything it's like this, boss. It's a stick shift and the car's on! It's wiggling! <laughs> if I don't... If I don't... 
If I don't press the clutch, the shit's going to vibrate the shit out of me. So, it's going to wriggle its way up there. You know what um, I mean? There's a big... I'm not trying to diss the Corvette because the new one actually looks pretty fucking phenomenal. And you can't but buy one, one for less than like 80k. But yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. honestly, you're still getting... I'm not trying to distract too much from the main topic. But still, compared to Ferrari, you get like Ferrari performance at 80k. You can't beat that. Yep. But the reason I bring it up is because I just... I saw what was driving from work. And those things are small. They're way smaller than the previous generations. So, I shit you not, this guy you could tell was probably in his 50s, overweight. His head was literally touching the ceiling. I'm like, brah, I get you want to live out your dream. Should have sat <laughs> like, in one first. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, literally his gut and his chest was like, you see the wheels right here. He's holding it like this. His head touching the ceiling. I'm like, brah, like. Goes, goes to a drive I get you can't wanna, get it past the steering wheel. Like, I get you want to relive your youth, mm. but yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess, yeah, with everything said, we'll just have to see as things start, as things progress back to being quote unquote normal, where all the factors are at play again, how it plays out. I I do know there's a lot of movie theaters that closed um, or shuttered and kind of had to change things up um, because of it. I mean, mainly just because of lack of income, right? Yep. Um, so, So that had a part to do with it. And I guess of separating the fact that COVID closed everything, there's that element of people sort of um, reanalyzing their spending habits and what we do as a culture. You know, there's been this whole shift in terms of parenting too, where it's a case of maybe you don't have to be as hands-on and constantly pushing your child and entertaining them, where it's okay to just let them do their own thing so you can take a break and, you know, life's tiring. So maybe your parenting style doesn't have to be just really as on point as aggressive. There's like sort of been a realization, okay, well, let's just chillax a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna happen to your kid if you just leave them to their own devices or on an iPad for an hour, right? Um, this nice, this, like this element of always having to entertain them, keeping them constantly something to do to keep their brain active, has sort of been questioned, and that's one part. What's like, well, because everyone is experiencing this, they're coming to a con- a consensus of it's okay. So it's say same route. We'll see what the consensus is. I mean, I guess the you know the. The proof is in the pudding. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens with the money. You know, um, we'll see what that looks like. If we see shifts, if we see kind of, um, uh, I guess you could say, what do you call it? Like kind of like assimilation. We'll see if they kind of move. Uh, you know, smaller movie theaters maybe do better or maybe do worse depending on how their kind of model works. Um, so we'll see. And I'm also curious too if studios start trying to buy theaters. You know, I mean, possibly. That's what's curious to see. That like, really would be the ultimate assimilation and kind of synergy is just yeah. they well, they own the whole chain. Well, that's what I mean. Companies like AMC, that's why I think their stock's still relevant because it's like they're probably not going to go away anytime soon because they're such a big company. Mm. You know what I mean? They're really one of the only major ones left, you know? Yeah. So, and they, you know, they... But they are they are nothing compared to movie theaters. There's our movie studios um, in terms of size. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though? Like, because even you go to, let's say, like, Universal Studios, right? You know I mean? That's literally a movie studio. They have still a movie theater there. Yeah, I mean, it's their own, though, but... So, I don't know. So, on the boardwalk, there's an AMC, I believe, on the uh, the one in Southern California. The boardwalk is on the beach, no? What? No, 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 no. Universal Studios board... They call it a boardwalk. Okay. Well, that's, like, an individual thing, though. That's not... That's not a precursor to the whole market. No, no, no. no but you know what I mean? Though? The fact that it's like it's part of studios, but they have AMC there still. Right. Well, you know AMC's I mean? lucky to be in there, though. That's, so. that's the difference. 
It's, it's, it's not get, the other way around. You get what I mean, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's still an AFC that plays so easily. They could have just made their own movie theater and just made things simpler. They could have. So. So maybe they're thinking about now, well, we could just buy them out. We'll see oh, what happens. Um, but so that's, that's just the weird thing is the movie theaters. I keep being wrong. Movie theaters don't have the power in this situation. They're at the mercy of the studios because they make the content. And it's a case of, depending on how hardball mm-hmm. studios want to be with basically contract and pricing, um, basically, because if they're at the mercy, they're going to have to take what they give them and how hard are they going to fight and, you know, risk not getting major blockbusters, which is going to make them money. Whereas studios can just be like, oh, well, if we own fucking HBO, why don't we just make it exclusive to HBO? Well, that's why, like, which I brought up this spoiler. I'm curious how this works legally. But what would stop a movie theater from just streaming? You know what well, I mean? they would need the rights to it. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, for example, like, I'm wondering how that works, for example, if it's already published, let's say, on Netflix or something. If you can still, because I told you about, there's a few restaurants I've been to where they stream movies. Like, so, so here's the thing. So, if that movie, if that restaurant gets caught, they're going to get fined. Yeah, but I'm wondering if there is some sort of made, there is a loophole we don't know about. So, That's what so I'm wondering. either way, so, they're going to have to pay royalties. So but I'm wondering, though, if that still might be somehow cheaper. You know what I mean? Potentially. So, yeah, it, it could be a way to bring in business, but it's a case of whatever contracts the studios or streaming services come up with. Hmm. But the services don't own the content. They just licensed it from the studios. Correct. So ultimately, well, the studio still decides what goes where and how much. No, true. I agree. But I'm saying it's not all. I guess not all studios are as like, we're going to go after you. Because being the reason I bring this, for example, the fa- not fast forward, the um, Back to the Future franchise. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you know how many of those fucking like fan created DeLoreans are out there? What was that? You know how many of those fan created DeLoreans, the car? Yeah. And Universal Studios hasn't sued anybody yet for that car? Well, it's because they don't make any money or lose any money. No, no, but let's face it. I mean, if they want to, I mean, shit, man. Disney's still suing people off of Steam Mouse Mickey. Even though yeah. they don't really use that actual shape anymore. Well, for, so, so. So, so from a business perspective... You get what I mean, yeah. though. If Universal's wanted to, like if Universal Studios wanted to, they could easily like bleed well, you dry. Well, I put it this way. So. There currently are no of these services you're talking about. In terms of this is not a regular mm. thing in movie theaters. And I'm wanting to guess that people would rather just pay for the streaming service at home at a fixed price per month mm. than go to the movie theater. I could be wrong, but... It all comes down to what the studio says. They have all the power, which I'm not saying is right, mm. but they just do. They have monopoly power because it's their content. But, so we'll see what they will come up with and allow. No, true. But here's the thing, though. I mean, we talked about this before. It's all about experience, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, let's face it. You can, for example, I mean, this is a little more extreme example. You'd easily watch Neo, uh, let's say, a Neo uh, Geographical Channel for, like, Iceland, right? Mm-hmm. But it's way different you actually go there. Yeah. So the movie theater is way different when you actually go there. We have the freaking like 80 foot screen thing. Yeah. So. But, 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 but this is your thing though. The movie theater won't have anything to show. So that's why I'm wondering. The rights. But think about so, it, like long. That's why I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, probably movie theater. Movie um, studios will probably eventually buy movie theaters out. Yeah. So, but no matter what, they'll still be movie theaters. It doesn't matter just how yes. they're going to exist. And so, I wonder and, like, if that'll be a all, good thing for. For the industry, or bad. Hey, well, that's what I mean about companies like AMC. That's why I don't think the stocks go away because AMC is such a global brand. Yeah. If you were just to get rid of AMC, like people would be like, 
what? You know what I mean? Or change mm. the name. It might be a little like, okay, what's going on? Mm, well, so I wouldn't say they're global that much. Like Europe, UK, mm. they're like, what? What? They have yeah. in UK, they have Odeon. That's their movie theater chain. Mm. Um, and like that's their deal. That's the deals they make. Well, I think so, you get yeah. what I mean, though. It'd be like the equivalent of like Disney. We're going to change it to Pisney now. Pisney. You get what I mean, though. Or Universal Studios 2, Global. It's like, yeah, what? you know what I mean? So, we'll, just, we'll, see after, we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. That's the, sort of the actual strings at play is what studios decide. And maybe uh, maybe there'll also be antitrust that doesn't allow them to buy out theaters. If there's a big enough case, maybe they might get blocked from buying them out. Um, but I'm honestly wondering if an injection of cash allows them to take more risks with their model. Mm. I think movie theaters are just resting on the laurels because, like, that's what they've been used to and has, has made them survive. Not thrive, but survive, you know, other than basically fucking Marvel blockbusters, mm. you know, making them large amounts of profits whenever they come well, out. That's what it comes down to is, like, yeah. still the experience factor. Like, if you get your little, like, rinky deek, let's say, like, 20 seat theater that's, like, has a screen, looks like it's from, like, the 80s, mm. probably not gonna have the greatest time. But, like, for example, that's why AMC, even though they, I don't think their profit's that great, they're still mm. reinvesting in their theaters quite a lot. So, it's so. enough where they're still turning out a decent profit. Yeah. So. So, we'll see. Because, exactly, if they're reinvesting in the technology, let's make sure they don't forget about the food. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll probably change, like. Yeah. I'm interested to see if there's a shift in terms of their model for how they do that. Um, either introducing chains in their theaters to get food. You know That'd what? Be pretty epic. I'd recommend because you said you didn't go to an AMC, right? You went to something else. I believe it was a Regal Cinema. I believe it was Regal. So yeah, why don't you try an AMC? I'll see how you like yeah. it. Well, it's probably I've, been a while. I've tried like four or five movie theaters, or some around here, um, some around there, and it's a case of. Um, well, I mean, try to go to the major ones that probably will survive. Like for example, if you notice, there's no AMC near us. The closest one is, I think, it's San Fran. I don't think there's anyone that's closer. Yeah. So, I wonder. Let me see if that was the one I went to. It's not in Emeryville. That's a whole different city. I can tell you flat out. If you went to Emeryville, that wasn't AMC. Emeryville. AMC Bay Street 16. What? No Regal? There was Emery. Uh, this, this buddy's the water is Dylan. Let's see here. Yeah, so yeah, the, the one I went to right by the water. Interesting, um, okay. Um, I like the movie theater. It was really big, multiple levels. It was cool, but just the food was like, what? Um, it really got to me, because I was try like, the, I love eating garbage. Try the Metreon. Maybe it might be a better experience. Yeah, what? I, I imagine probably these AMCs are probably franchise-owned, too. I would be surprised. Yeah, I wonder, huh? We have to look into that. So, well, I can anyway, play up. into it. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. I think... Movie theaters are going to have to change if they want to see either growth or less decline, I guess. That's that's my take. And it's going to either be boutique, upping their game, either getting smarter CEOs to make sort of more riskier decisions to try things, um, or streaming is just going to keep eating away at their profits. Which, we kind of say that with AMC, because that's kind of what they're doing. They're doing a little risky, let's reamp everything as much as possible. So, we shall see. Interesting, huh? Who knows? But yeah, so movie theaters, we will see. Uh, maybe we'll revisit it in like a year or so, see where things are at when everything's sped back up, see what the numbers look like. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Thanks for listening.